Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, episode number 41. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here to talk about this week's episode of Desperate Housewives. I didn't jot down the name. My Two Young Men. There you go. I think that's what it was. That's it. My Two Young Men. And of course, it's all about selling candy bars and so much more. (laughs) Hey, before we get started, Stephanie, I just wanted to say something. Uh, What's that? For those who have been listening to the past few episodes of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, I just want to say to you guys that we have made a decision and uh, I, I think we are both agreeable on this one that probably in the future that if we're going to record some content, we're probably going to come down into the studio. Right. Um, we, we did. And the great thing about that is that now that we're not doing them live during Lost, um, we can wait until Monday. You know, it was getting it's just getting too late. It was. I'm getting old and I need to go to bed earlier. <laughs> That's what it's that's what it's coming down to. So anyway, I and, and not to mention the fact that it just kind of seems like that when we're on the couch, we're a lot more sorry about the music or the sound <laughs> in the back there. What was that? That's my computer. Okay. I've we're switch, I've got a new computer in the studio and I haven't configured it to where everything's it right where it doesn't make all sorts of noises when I'm recording. Yeah, yeah I think last night I was in bed before nine thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Um, I'm trying to get up earlier because my days are just getting so busy that um, my workouts are not a priority anymore because they're being overtaken by all of the stuff I have to do. And so I'm trying to get up earlier in the morning to, to get that workout done and get it needs to be a priority. I Did need you guys to, go work out this morning? Not this morning. Oh, okay. And I'll talk to you about that later. But um, so, so I need to be getting up early in the morning, but when I'm staying up until 1130, 12 o'clock, it makes it really difficult to get up at 530. Right. And it also makes it difficult for us to podcast that late at night from the couch because on the couch, it just, we're just so much more Which, laid yeah. back and, and kind of lethargic in a way. Right. And coming down to the studio, even when we are tired means that, you know, there, we bring a little bit more to the, to, there's a little bit more energy in front of the nice professional well, microphones and there's a commitment. And well, and, and when, when you're down here and, or for me, when I'm down here and I am in front of the, it, it reminds me of the commitment that I've made to bring a certain level of enthusiasm right? and, and upbeatness. But when you get me on the couch with the lights turned off, <laughs> yeah. yeah, last Sunday was particularly bad. I, I hope people will accept my apology because after having a house full of people all day, it, it just, yeah. I wasn't feeling the podcast, but I did it anyway. And I think that people can tell that I just, yeah, well, we are here this week and Stephanie, I don't know. I think maybe the last 12 seconds of the episode probably switched the entire thing for you. I'm not <laughs> well, sure. Well, not the entire thing, but the last 12 ep- seconds were the best of the episode. There's no question about that. Um, Let's talk about this. And I hate this. that we missed the voiceover at the end because the DVR cut, cut off. Normally we'd catch it on Brothers and Sisters, but it wasn't on last night. Oh, okay. So that's why we don't have it. But um, but yeah, the last 12 seconds between Gabby and, and MJ were what made that episode because mm-hmm. up until that point I didn't like it and I'm like really? I'm pretty sure I'm going to come down here and just tear it apart. That's that's very interesting because I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I was so frustrated from with the this beginning episode. to the end. 
I was so with frustrated. With the exception of one, one, there was only one part. Nick and Angie had what I would consider to be like a days of our lives, all all my children very, moment. It was very, well, it, it was this very is a soap. Well, I'm we've sorry. We've even had that. I know we've had that conversation before. I disagree. Soaps are super cheesy. And Not all of them. Yeah. Well, you haven't watched a soap since the 70s. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but this, okay, this, re, okay, so it had a 1970s soap opera moment. <laughs> You know, the whole throwing the gun down. Right. No. He, he's the only father he ever needs to know. You're the only father he ever needs to know about. Right. That that just that was just really, really a bad moment there in the episode. Yeah. Super cheesy, super, super cheesy tech or um script, cheesy delivery, cheesy music in the background. I mean, it was super cheesy. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm really, but it was the only thing I didn't like. And it was all, it only lasted. And then they even added it with the funny thing, you know, the whole, you know, chick, 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 you yeah. know, it's like, I, you know. I didn't think you would, but just in case they added it on a funny note, right? But it was, it was a little too super ultra cheesy that other than that, I really liked this episode. Really? I do want to say this. Okay. I mean, and I hate this. This is the only thing I hate. I, I don't know why I feel like I need to say this every time I, you know, I, I don't. am okay. Then we won't. So anyway, I just want to say even the stuff that I wasn't that I don't agree with right. a whole lot. Uh, I just want to say that the, the storyline just at least moved along in, in a did. way that was I felt it was interesting. And, right. and I think it was it was well done. And and I enjoyed this episode a lot. And I'm just wondering, Stephanie, what didn't you like about it? <laughs> really? It was the whole um Gabby and Susan were just getting on my nerves. I think the more that they went at each other it just graded on on me i am i am a mom my kids do bring home fundraisers um i have my daughters who bring home the same fundraiser and have to hit up the same people you know and and so i mean there is the competition i get the whole you know wants to win for one reason and and susan promising MJ that he could win was just ridiculous to begin with. But it just it just frustrated me because it stopped being about the kids. Well, I don't think it was ever about the kids. Well, I I I think it was about the I think it was about the kids at the very end, but only for Susan and not for Gabby. Right. For for it was always about Gabby up until that last moment when MJ says well, Mama says it's not a good deed if we if we tell. Yeah, and I think it was actually for MJ in the beginning. Although I think she made a su- stupid beginning. I you know she made it about re- her. Yeah, she, she, right. She ended up making it about her. Right. But um, yeah. I I just want to say you know we've talked about this. We have a show called Family from the Heart, and I'm almost positive there we've talked about just how frustrated we get with our schools system of right. fundraising and and just how ridiculous it gets and the fact that you know. What do they do with all the tax dollars that they get from everybody? It's just like, come on. You really need to, to be out pushing candy. I mean, this or, or magazines or, right. you know, just this. Just stop it already. You know, it just it's just ridiculous. Although I want to say that I do like the concept of teaching your children, you know, the concept of, of sales and, and stuff like that. Although. You know, I, I yeah, think on maybe, their own, on with their own power, with their own. I mean, give them suggestions and encourage where they, and them. where they benefit from the income. But dang it, put your brawl on and let your kid do the selling. You know, I was just disgusted about the way that they wrote about these two women going about getting their kids to sell these candy bars. 
Well, I mean, you know, putting MJ in the wheelchair. Ridiculous. Yeah, that was stupid. It was just ridiculous. But, but I mean, I get it. This this was done as a storyline just to be fun. I didn't find it funny. I know you didn't find it funny, but it was it was just, you know, it's just to show you these two people being competitive with one another. I mean, it's it's classic Desperate Housewives. Yes. I mean, it is. I mean, right. it, it, well, it, but again, it feeds into my frustration with Gabby, who never changes. I know. It, it's, I, I was I was thinking, you know, this could be an opportunity for them to do something with Gabby. Did they do it? No. Because no. did Gabby remember anything that happened last week? Absolutely no, not. She never does. Will it's, she remember what little MJ did next week? No. Absolutely not. It's whatever. Gabby, because she lives blah. on her own little planet and everything is about her and revolves around her and. I'm, I know. I'm just so frustrated with that character. Yeah. Which is well, sad because I like Eva Longoria Parker. Yeah. You know, she plays her well. I just don't like that character. I, li- I liked Frumpy Gabby. Yes. Frum- I w- I'm a Frumpy. I'm a Frumpy fan. Er, a Frumpy see. fan? <laughs> yeah. I'm a Frumpy Gabby fan. How's that? Okay. All right. So anyway, um, the other thing I was going to say is that I think you're right. It, it was absolutely stupid of Susan to promise MJ. And it's like Mike, I think Mike should have stood up. He should have. And he shouldn't let that go on. Yeah, I, what is it? Why? Okay, I get that it's desperate housewives, but in my house, I don't have the end all say all of what happens around here. You, you have know? a lot of weight. I have a lot of weight and I make myself known, but I don't make every decision on my own. Where are these husbands? I mean, come on. That, that- come who I have despised from the beginning is the only one who actually speaks up and says something in his house. Yeah. And it, and it is so frustrating. Maybe that's why or, these women are so desperate is that their men don't maybe. help out. Or, I mean, they, they're really, they're like silent partners in the house and, and, and running things. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, the thing is though, um, I was not happy at all with, with Susan's decision, but the end result at the end of the episode, of I liked course, it. you know, it, it, they had, I mean, what did they do? I mean, you can't just have, you know, this has got to be desperate housewives. It's right. the fact that these ladies are desperate and blah, 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 and stuff like that. It wouldn't be a fun show to watch if everybody was, you know, if it was leave it to Beaver. We don't tune in for Leave it to Beaver. We tune in for Desperate Housewives. Yeah, I never did. Um, but, you know, I'm not asking for Leave it to Beaver. I'm just asking for a little, you know. Let's carry on some let, let's, personal let's character growth from one episode yeah, to the absolutely. next. Absolutely. I got absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm tired of starting over at square one every episode. Yeah. They, they, you almost need it to be a show where every, every episode is a standalone episode. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it. It's not a serialized drama anymore because it's not building upon itself. Right. right? But yet it tries to because it has a storyline that continue right. connects from episode to episode. I think they need to make a decision. Is this a, is this a thing where you never lo- you no longer need to know the backstory and every episode stands on its own and it's funny and it, you know right. is you know it's like Ralph Cramden and uh Norton. Now I <laughs> I I don't know if you even know who those people are. What, who are they, Steph? I don't know. See, I told you. No, you don't even know the name I of the don't. show. The Honeymooners. The Honeymooners. I did know who they were. Norton. I did know who they were. Every episode was exactly the same. Yeah. It was you know, the it was like the Flintstones, Fred and, and Barney. I love Lucy. It was They were all the same. Every episode exactly yeah. the same because you didn't need to know what happened in the last episode. It was just funny. Right. And Lucy was clueless and ignorant and had no personal growth and you know <laughs> none from, of them did <laughs> exactly it's just like 
So anyway, they, they I think the writers they of need to make a decision. decide, do mm-hmm. we see Gabby take anything she's learned and apply it to the future? Right. You know, and, and that's, I think that it is not just Gabby. She's just the worst one. But I want to say that the, is the scene at the very last scene between Susan and MJ, MJ, little Maynard. Well, even before that, the scene between Susan and Juanita. Yeah. The fact that, that even after everything that Susan had done wrong, Juanita still trusts her as someone that she could share something with. Yeah. You know, and and that's sad because that's not her mom. Right. That she doesn't feel that way about her mom. That was sad. Uh, and Susan in the phone. That Come on. That, that was silly. just ridiculous. But anyway, that, that was as ridiculous as the wheelchair. But the one thing I want to say, though, is the, the scene with little Maynard. And <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just L- wrong. Little, little Maynard and 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 Susan. Let me, it's it's time. Let me see. I wrote down the I word. I ask Mark Cherry. Will you let me say this one yes, thing and ahead. then you can go on to the next thing, whatever it is. Let's talk about what willing, what winning really, really means. means. It was good. That and, and it's like the only thing I wish is that they would have actually cut out some of the episode and, and that they would have actually right. showed that conversation. Yeah. Because I think that that would have made this episode probably the single best episode ever of Desperate Housewives. Right. If they would have just written that scene into the episode. Mm-hmm. So I think they missed an opportunity there. But the end result is still, you know, the turnaround. I loved it. And I really loved when Gabby says, so why didn't you do anything? My mom told me it's a secret. I can't tell you because that. You know, if if we tell somebody it's, it's it's not a good deed, it's not a good deed. And so I really liked it. I, I think they could have done better. So anything right. else you want to say? The only thing I was going to say was I want to ask Mark Cherry if he has a family member named Maynard. Yeah. That, I mean, I do. Because why else would they have picked that? I don't know. That name. The poor kid. Anyway. Poor kid. All right. So anyway, Stephanie. Yes. Um, what else? Let's see. The episode started off with the family meeting. Yes. Which I thought was kind of odd. You know, you you bring Danielle back for this. You know, it's and like not not very big part either. Not a big part at all. At all. And, and it's like and 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 this is a case of where we completely forgot the storyline. Yeah. You know, the last time I remember Danielle, there was a the huge issue. Like, where's her son? Mm-hmm. Doesn't she have a son? Well, she's married, so she's probably. All right. But they didn't. Yeah. They could. I mean, I'm sorry. They I should have mentioned those. Just things. mention it. You right. know, it's like, well, I'm, you know, so and there's so, like some huge animosity uh-huh. between Brie yeah, and Danielle the, over the boy, you know? Yeah. Because of the vegetarian thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, th- it's like all of a sudden well, this not is completely a, forgotten. They were. Orson and Brie were raising the baby as their own. Yeah, but they they Until, already. Oh, I don't think that. No, I would never say that that is all handled. Okay. I, I no, would, I get. I know. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. They they but they they left that out when the boy just shows up and is a vegetarian. You know. Right. It, it, you know. They yes. kind of just. Uh, but the last thing I remember was that big huge outburst. And right. It's like I didn't know they were talking. Yeah. You know. It's like ah, anyway. So that that was. But I still I'm standing by my. You don't trust him. I don't trust him. You don't trust him. He's not Sam. to be trusted. And I am so glad that Orson is is not trusting him and giving and giving um Andrew the okay to to do something about it. I do like that. I love that. Yes. I really do. Because I like Andrew. Mm-hmm. I do. And I think that they've done some amazing growth with Bree and Andrew's relationship. Right. And it's like null and void now right you know she's just for you know and and i don't like that right 
So, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. All right. So, oh, and the, the, it, the little voiceover at the beginning says family photos are mm-hmm. not to be trusted. Right. Indicating that maybe it maybe even be a Photoshop job. Right. <clears throat> so anyway, Susan with MJ, we talked about that. Uh, the Lynette storyline with Preston, uh, you know, yeah. just move on with it. Although yeah. I will say that I think, I think they're moving along in, in an appropriate fashion. Yeah. You know, it I it I I find it a little boring and tedious, mm-hmm. but not too much. Right. So, uh, I think we're gonna find out that she's not all that bad, and that's okay. that Lynette's gonna end up Lynette and her are actually going to end up being very close. Okay. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I'm hoping. Okay, that's what you're hoping. I'm hoping right. that I'm wrong about this girl. I can't I'm even making, remember her. I'm name. not making any predictions right now. Right. Um, I'm not predicting. I'm just hoping. But yeah, um, the the whole it will be easy for easier for him to make the choice of a wife and or his mother. That kind of leads me to think that maybe not. Maybe she's not as trustworthy as. Yeah, I know that that's but that's where they're leading us. Right. They're leading us. In they that are direction. leading us in that direction. But what so. we but what we don't get is we have not yet to see a scene alone between her and Preston. Right. No, we haven't. And so I just want to say, well, okay, with the exception of 20 seconds in bed today, right. but I just want to say that I, I think that there, I think Mark Cherry's up to something there. Okay. All I right. think he is. I think there's a twist in the plot. All right. Ahead. Okay. I'm okay. It's official. It's, it's a prediction. <laughs> I'd say. I, pre- I predict that just as I predicted that Orson and uh, Bree would get together mm-hmm. and that Carl would be a thing of the past. I'm predicting now that that this girl this russian girlfriend i can't remember her name i can't either but anyway i predict that that they'll be together okay so what else do we have uh the next thing that we have is uh let's see here just a moment okay sorry about that um so let's see here we had uh preston no okay we already well preston caught with his pants down we don't need yeah, to go well, over we, that no we already talked about lynette um, and then so susan and gabby we talked about be, that um, i like the susan and gabby the 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 lynette uh so if you're so i love um them approaching their friends lynette and yes. brie right because it's like lynette says so if you're so if you're good if we buy the same amount from each of you you know, it's going to be a wash. So right. we shouldn't have to buy any, right? Right. I love Bree's that. like, get your wallet out. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and then um, the, you know, the, there was the party and I love the uh, cancer free party. And it's like, well, you know, chocolate does have antioxidant <laughs> <Right>. benefits. <laughs> that part was funny. Those were funny. I'll give you that. All right. So Sam plays the guitar also. And then, of course, they just, you know, Andrew right. decides that they're going to split the guitar hilarious that was a good scene by the way it was and, and i you know i really you know what i'm glad that they did bring danielle back um i just because i do like that con i do at least like to know that they don't forget although if we're talking about continuity and continuation of storylines where is andrew's partner you know exactly. it's like he, he has absolutely he's and andrew's like regressed in his mm-hmm. maturity and i right. think we've mentioned that last week so we don't need to go too much further in that uh, but obviously, I do like the fact that um, Andrew is, you know, he, he's not accepting. I mean, there this is odd. It's like, wow, this is over the top. We've talked about how Bree seems to be overly in, excited about his about accepting him in. Right. And I really like Orson's suspicion. Absolutely. So, and, and, it's and, and good stuff. I want to see I, I want to actually see this carried out 
throughout the rest of the season, the the Orson and Andrew building this very strong relationship, mm-hmm. both of which are out for protecting Bree. Yeah, that that's what I want to see. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I'd like to see them them build a bond. Um, one of my funniest lines from from the episode was when they're all at dinner and and Bree says something like all of Rex kids at one. You know, I wonder what he would say if he were here. Yeah, he's <laughs> he the guy in the wheelchair. Window. Yeah, he's the guy in the funny. wheelchair. That is good stuff. That was funny. I liked that. Um, So I'd say that that Bree and Lynette's stories in this episode were by far my favorite. Yeah. Um, but totally frustrated with the Susan and Gabby so much so that I had a hard time realizing that I liked the other stories. Right. And saved by the end. Yeah, that with, was good stuff. Yeah. I just want to say, you know, the Catherine and uh, Robin, is that her name? I think her name's Robin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say that, you know, just like I have issues with Bob and Lee, I, mm-hmm. I really like Bob and Lee as characters on the show. And I, mm-hmm. I, I you know, it, I just want to say that I, th- I thought but this storyline... Went really. I didn't need to see them in bed together. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, hate that. With Bob and Lee, I didn't need never... to see Preston and what's her name yeah. in bed together. I mean, come on. Stop. Yeah. You don't need to show us that. They they don't. I mean, they're going to continue to. Uh, well, um, of course they are. It's but, stupid. But I think that you can show a healthy relationship, a healthy sex relationship, not that they should be having it because they're not married, without actually showing us anything. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it it gets it gets old and frustrating. Yeah. Well, the Because it's happening in every show we watch. I I did yeah, it is. Right. I did I did think it was hilarious the conversation being overheard as That right, was hilarious. Right as it's like yes. let's take a moment and think about those who And I think that it's especially funny because Catherine deals with what people think. Yeah. You know, she, she struggles with that. And that's what I did love at the end when she's like, let's get out of here. Or, or, you know, she's, it appears that she's going to ask Robin to leave. And then she says, but can I go with you? Because let's see what we have. And, and then, you know, maybe I won't care what people think, but I love that she is working on herself and to deal with this issue. Right. I do. Very good. All right, so the only other notes that I have are the whole $14 an hour job and Tom getting all excited about that. Yeah. It's like, wait a second, uh, you know, and and I and I really did not like this phrase. You can't get a good job without college. Can I just say That's not true. That is so untrue. Right. And and I'm really sick of that stereotype. You know, this understanding that if you go get a degree, that's going to be what secures you a good job. I'm sorry, uh but uh, I think there would be a lot of people in the United States today who have wonderful degrees who are today without a job. All right. right. So so having a piece of paper does not do that. I'm not against going to college, but I am so against this Saying concept only that says that if you don't go to college, you'll never have a good job. Right. Ridiculous and absolutely a lie. Now, I, I and, and I think I think it undervalues the the whole idea and I'm, I'm, I'm super ultra passionate about this now because I've learned that it is possible to take your passion in life and find a way and make a career to, right. to, to do something you love. And, to, and, to, and now is there are there things that you can learn in college that will help that along? Absolutely. Can you learn those in other places other than college? Absolutely. Am I opposed to going to college or sending my kids to college? Absolutely not. Will I force my kids to go to college? 
No, I won't. You know, will will I? Am I going to do everything in my power to provide a college education to my children should they decide to go? Absolutely. Will I continue to send my kids year after year after year after year after year, and they still have no clue and are changing their major four or five years in, and and they're just no. I'm. It's like come on. There there comes right. a time. There so comes anyway. a time. So you know, Preston wants to take some time off of school. Well, you know what? So be it. But don't get excited, Tom, about his $14 an hour job because I'm telling you what, that ain't ever going to pay for a That's house not, on Wisteria Lane. And then now he may not ever want a house on Wisteria Lane and there may not may not. But but at the same time, you know, it, it's the whole, you know, it wasn't just Tom and, and Lynette saying that you can't get a good job. But the whole thing that you're just throwing your life away. Right. I just I just disagree with that. Right. You know, it. it Ah, anyway, and I didn't like her calling her Euro trash either, although, uh, you know, given what she has had as experiences, you know, I I can see where she comes from that. But still, you know, Lynette, you know, you don't have all the information yet and perhaps making the judgments might have been too early. Get a little bit more information. Yeah. Although you pass judgment. Yeah. Hey, and one last, this is the final note that I have written down and then you can say, do you have anything else by the way, before I hit the music? So I'm going to just hit the music because I actually have some kids to pick up and Oh, you know what? Hold on. I will uh, back the music up, unmute this and hit the music. (laughs) I promise to have this stuff all hooked up here soon. Uh, By Thursday, I hope. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. I have live shows all day Thursday. So anyway, um, the last thing I just want to say is Doctor Who fans around the world. Oh, my goodness. Who are also Desperate Housewives fans. I just want to say this. Captain Jack. Captain Jack is bad. Oh, my goodness. Patrick Logan equals Captain Jack. And I am bad excited. Guy. I'm excited. I told you he was going to kill her. You know what? I was not, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I, I have not really liked the Nick and, and uh, mm-hmm. Angie thing. Stuff like that kind of kind of getting boring, but you know what? They can drag it out as long as they want now. Because and they could even take the whole Patrick Logan into next season. Because I like Captain Jack. I like this actor, the guy that's playing him. Yes. I don't know his I name. I do as well. But um I don't know if I want to see the storyline go that far. It, but maybe the character could stay. That's what I'm saying. Right. Ma- maybe Nick and Angie will move out. And Patrick will start raising his son in on Wisteria Lane. I don't know. I just like him. I I, I love his. I mean, he's just got a neat on stage presence. He does, so, and a cute smile. And a cute smile. All right. Anyway, thank you, folks, for listening to this episode of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. Please tell somebody else over at uh, that you know about this show. Oh, just tell them to go to DesperateHousewivesPodcast.com. That's DesperateHousewivesPodcast.com. We want to encourage you to check out some of our other shows here at gspn.tv. In fact, if you've never done so, will you do me a favor? Go to familyfromtheheart.com. That's familyfromtheheart.com and check out that other show that we produce. We'd love to have you come over and listen. Anyway, God bless you all. We'll talk to you next week. And until then, join join the the community. community.